Hello and welcome to the Club 400 podcast. This is a public service announcement brought to you by Sir William. Sometimes when you record a podcast, you don't know exactly what's going to happen over the next day or two. That was the case with this podcast where we announced, made a big announcement, and announced a date. That date has changed. Little unbeknownst to us, we mentioned it 14 separate times in this podcast. Tried to go through and dub over all of those, but some of the dubs were a little clunky, and hopefully we didn't miss any. So here's the deal. Listen to the podcast, listen to the date, and then go to our Facebook page to find out the actual date, just to be certain that we didn't miss any overdubs. Thank you and enjoy. When it comes to commercial snow removal, look to Tovar Snow Professionals. With the largest snow and ice management fleet in the Midwest, Tovar delivers top-notch commercial sidewalk and parking lot clearing services, even in winter's worst weather conditions. With their 24-hour live office staff, certified meteorologists, and personal service, they are leaders in professional snow removal. To get a free estimate for snow removal on your site, go to baseball.tovarsnow.com or call 844-GO-TOVAR. That number again is 844-GO-TOVAR. Tovar Snow Professionals, Chicago's snow plowing leader. Tovar is an equal opportunity employer. We're Cubs fans helping Cubs fans at Stewart's Cubs Cave Parties. Everybody's in full giving back to those in need. We're going to Club 400. Club 400. We're going to Club 400. Club 400. We're going to Club 400 Radio. Club 400 podcast is on the air. Hey, you got to fire up a little bit over there, mister. I'm okay. I'm okay, guy. I actually kind of expected it, William. I mean, it wasn't too surprising. The surprising thing to me was Rizzo, right? That was totally surprising. And I'm a dead man, too, because of that. Why? What happened? I promised the missus I'd take her to a game before Rizzo. He's not going to get traded. You're going to have to take her to uh, Comiskey Park. She doesn't want to go. I offered it. She's like, no, F that. And I'm like, what about, I'll fly you to New York. We'll go see him there. No, no, it's over. I want to see him in a Cubs uniform at Wrigley. I'm like, okay. Ah, you, you dropped the ball on that one. I did drop it bad. As you know, Cub fans, D-Day was last Friday, and it started Thursday evening. And where right. uh, we lost, some Cub fans said straight up, I don't even have a jersey with a Cub player on the back of it. I know. I've never seen anything like this in the history of being a Cub fan. And, of course, it hurts. I mean, if it doesn't hurt, then you're not a Cub fan. It hurts me. I mean, it especially hurts me, William, when I have to turn on Yankees and Boston and all these other games and watch these guys destroy and they all, the ball. And they all hit home runs in their first game with the other team. That's the funny part, but not surprising. I mean, I, I, we have to do well-being checks on Crawley. Is he all oh, right? Yeah. I don't know. He disappeared to his place in Wisconsin all weekend. Uh, this this kind of reminds me of when the Packers lose, you know, in the playoffs and stuff. Like, the whole state needs, like, counseling and stuff like that. That's kind of the feel this has to me. 
I, I, went, I went live on Club 400, and I don't want to repeat myself, but the bottom line is, is you can be mad at the Cubs all that you want, uh, but I would be mad at them for what happened before Thursday and Friday of last week because the, I mean, since they didn't sign any of these guys, all of them were going to walk pretty much for nothing. Well, here's the thing. These guys did not perform up to expectations. Now, a good friend of mine once told me, what's the definition of insanity? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting a different result. Think about it. We won in 2016. This is 2021. Cub fans, it's time to change the routine. Right. Right? It wasn't working. As much as I love Javi, as much as I love the magician, as much as I love Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryant, all those guys, the sheriff, I'm going to miss the sheriff. I wanted to get him here at Club 400. It didn't happen. Well, it had to happen, guys. You know, no one wants to rebuild. I stated I don't think the Cubs are going into a complete rebuild. I think that they're going to do some patchwork. Their payroll, as it right now, stands at $51 million going into 2022. As you know, with all those expensive clubs and seats and the ticket prices as they are right now, $15 a beer, you're going to have to bring the fans in somehow, right? So maybe they bring in a couple nice pieces this year. It's not going to happen next year, guys. We all know that, but we got to give the, we got to give Jed Hoyer a chance. And like, I mean, I, I he was on the Score Radio. This is this is being recorded on Monday, and he kind of blamed the players for not resigning. You know, he said they offered contracts to Bryant, Bias, all those guys, and none of them except for Hendricks. Kyle Hendricks obviously took his deal, and you know it'll be interesting though at the end of this year when these guys are all free agents to see what they will get offered to them and to see if it was more than what the Cubs offered. Well, they're, we they're not going to get the money they want. No, Javi Baez will never get $200 million. It won't happen. And if the, if somebody pays him that, they're stupid. Right. Of course, he is with the Mets, and they're still playing Bobby Bonilla, so it could happen. You know his contract? Yeah, they pay him every year for... For 35 yeah. years. A million dollars. A million every, dollars yeah. every year. And it was so funny because it was uh, the original contract. We looked it up the other day. was only like $5 million. So they're like, we can either give you $5 million or a million dollars every year for the next 35 years. And it was all based on, remember that guy Bernie Madoff? Yeah, right. The junk bonds and yeah, stuff? Yeah, right. They were like, oh, we got money coming in. This won't be any problem at all. So every day, every year they have Bobby Bonilla Day oh where God. they pay his salary. So. Anyway, so you never know what they're going to do. You know, what, $51 million on the books for next year? Most of that's Hayward. The Cubs have a lot of flexibility going forward. And I'm going to take, unlike a lot of Cub fans, I know our good friend Joe Kilgon uh, is really, I mean, a lot lot of guys on Twitter are really, really angry. Hey, Theo is over with. That era is over. This is the Jed Hoyer era. I hear, oh, we hate Ricketts, we hate Ricketts. But guess what, guys? This is Jed Hoyer's team. He's well, going to build this team from scratch. This is on Jed. If the, any of these guys didn't get signed, you blame Theo and then you blame Jed. Um, but, yeah, I don't – I mean – Well, and going back to Ricketts, okay, we still got a World Series out of the deal. And right? we got – And, and we, the any, best and the best era of Cubs baseball ever. And he financed the construction of Wrigley Field. Like, how often when, do we forget that stuff? Right. You whenever know? you win in anything, the expectations go up. You know? Which is good. Which is good. That's what you want. And I'm, happy, ha- I'm, happy and Cub- yeah, I'm happy Cub fans are pissed, and you should be pissed. Right. There's no reason to watch the Cubs for the rest of the year. I know that. You know that. 
I mean, you know, I mean, I love baseball. I will be going back out to Wrigley. I'm closing on the condo August 20th, William. Love it. So, I mean, yeah, I'm going to be Breaking spending, news. I'm going yeah, to be spending time out there. I mean, I'm all in, man. Like, I didn't, I didn't come here for 2021. I came here because I'm a fan of the Chicago Cubs right. for life, you know? Exactly. And they're like, if you don't want to, if you don't want to take the ride to the next championship, then get off the bus as far as I'm concerned. Right. Get off the bus. We, we don't got room for you. And then, of course, they get a guy like Ortega leading off. And what does he have, like six home runs in three days or something? So, you know, know. you never know. Wisdom, he's been great, you know? The Cubs weren't going anywhere nope. this year, and they were going to lose these guys for nothing. No, people can't be so angry about the whole thing. Let it go. It's a bad breakup. It's a bad breakup, but, you know, it's it a sad breakup in the time. It was just because of it all happened at once. I mean, I love I love Rizzo. Rizzo would have been the guy I would have kept. Not because of the way he's playing, though. And I certainly wouldn't pay him $150 million over however many years. He's got a chronic back issue. Yeah. CBI. I'm not even sure if that's a thing, but, you know, it's a chronic It's not going away. It's not going away. William is creating new terms as I we am. speak CBI. here. CBI. He's, he's got a CBI. You know, at the end of the day, I, you know, this is a true story. As you know, I have an Anthony uh, Ricketts, I mean, uh, Anthony Rizzo bobblehead given to me at Tom Ricketts. Tom Ricketts, like three years ago, maybe four years ago, told me, yep, yeah, oh, we're going to make sure Rizzo retires a cup. But you know what? Things change in life. Things change in we don't know. There's a lot of interpersonal stuff going on in the clubhouse. You know, people's, you know, we don't know. We don't know the whole story. Well, we, should, we shouldn't know the whole story. That's and again, they might have a, you know, wink, wink, nod, nod agreement that they're going to try to resign him after the season's over. That could happen. That w- Would that surprise you in any way, shape, or form? Not at all. That's a feel good, you know, remember yeah. Kerry Wood at the Cubs convention? Right. I mean... Well, there won't be no Cubs convention this year. That kind of sucks. That. That might, we have to step up the plate on that That's one. That's worse than D-Day, probably. I know. What are we Two years do? without the Cubs convention sucks. I guess, man, we'll, I mean, we can go I guess on. we'll have to go to spring training again. We can go year. on. and Yeah, spring training, we'll, we'll be going out there 100%. Um, as you know, guys, we don't talk a lot about baseball, and we're going to move off this topic. Yeah, let's I mean, do you can it. listen to all the other podcasts and get their takes, but what done, what's done is done. Right. There's nothing we can do to change it. And because we have so much to talk about, including our first event at Club 400 in 2021 and an awesome addition to Club 400 that I'm really proud of. And, you know, some people have heard some things, but tonight we want to introduce to you um, someone who is the director of business operations. I would like to introduce Club 400 to, to, to Nicole Gee. What's up, Nicole? Not much. It's, it's Goy. Goy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, William's laughing. <laughs> you can't get Dude, that Dude, I right got again. so much shit going on. <laughs> I know. You're Goy. Not, Goy. Goy. So I you're not said, even drinking either. I know. <laughs> I said I wasn't drinking tonight. Uh, we did have Nicole at our uh, podcast over there in Huntley at Parkside Pub, and, and I got her and last name right. You did. That's you did. Right. I will never screw it up I, again. I think I spelled it out. Oh, for you, you will screw it up again. As you know, before. Absolutely. And you know what? I will not remind you <laughs> because I like when You're you screw it up. Mean, I know I am. I am mean. So, Nicole, I wanted to bring you on tonight because this is important. This is big news for um, Club 400. It really is because I've told you guys this before, and I'll say it again Club 400 is my passion. Uh, it's not my business. It's not what pays my bills. And, uh, you know, we started Club 400 in 2014. It's now 2021. And I am, I, I need help. And that's exactly why I uh, brought Nicole in. 
Uh, Nicole, tell us a little bit about yourself and how we met, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about what we're going to have you do, too. But uh, let's give a nice introduction to yourself. Awesome. Hey, thanks. I'm super excited to be here. It kind of feels like Christmas morning all the time. Like, do I really get to do this? Is this is this serious? So um, a little bit of how we met, um, I was friends with um, my friend Heather Holweiler, and her and me and my other friend Anna, we would go to Cubs games as a tradition and all that fun stuff. And there, about two and a half years ago, she was diagnosed with liver cancer, and she was really battling hard, and she was doing well. She was doing really, really well. Um, and I had kind of looked into some other charities kind of as she's, as she's battling of trying to get her to a Cubs game and get her to have some, a really cool experience, right? And the charities, I think they all meant well. They really did, but I was not hearing back from any of them. And they said that a lot of them, she had to be on hospice or we need your W-2 form. And I mean, it was a lot of, a lot of um, hoops you had to jump through. And so I couldn't do that with Heather. And so I just kind of put it on the back burner and waited and went with her to chemo and everything. And she was battling like, she was incredible. She was so inspirational the way that she went through this. And um, sure enough, I, she called me um, and she was like, Nicole, I, I know this is a really tough decision, but I decided to go on hospice because there's really nothing else to do. All the treatments, all of the experimental drugs that she had tried, they had all stopped working. And so I hung up the phone and it was like this switch just flipped in my mind. And I'm like, oh my word, I have to get her to a Cubs game. This is this is my last chance to do this. And this was something I had to do. And so I spent that entire night, it was a Wednesday night, Wednesday night, and then all day on Thursday on uh, social media, everywhere that I could, reaching out to every single charity. Um, and all these people were responding on Facebook and all these, and hey, contact this person and this person. I, if they said to contact them, I did it. I Phone calls, emails, texts, it didn't matter. I was doing it all. And your name, Stu, came up several times and I put you on the list and I called left a message or whatever and nothing was happening but the conversations I was having with all these people hey I'll get back to you I'll get back to you and nothing was happening and so when and I didn't know anything about Club 400 I just knew that Heather was a diehard Cubs fan and I needed to get her there and I didn't know how much time that I had with hospice because sometimes it can be a week sometimes it can be six months sometimes people go off hospice mm -hmm. you know and we just didn't know and she was just such a fighter so it was kind of hard to to see and i talked to Stu on the phone and we were actually doing while a we were recording we're yeah, sitting we're recording, right here yeah. recording seriously yeah, yeah we were yeah. we paused the re we're like mm, no way pause. yeah you're kidding no nope. oh i did not know that yeah we were oh, recording when, yeah when you when i talked to you for the first time shut yeah. up seriously yeah. Yeah. oh my gosh and it was so easy. And you're like, hey, so tell me a little bit about Heather. And so I told you the same spiel that I had told literally all of these other people prior. And Stu's response was, um, <laughs> like verbatim, I remember exactly where I was. And you're like, yeah, I think I can do that. I'll get you there. And I was like, wait, what? Like, it's that easy? Like, And you were like, yeah, I'll get you there, get your transportation, we'll cover food and drinks, and that'll be it. What he didn't know is what a good friend you are, and you didn't want to just go to the game. You wanted, like, 
the VIP of the VIP package. <laughs> well, hey, we got to go VIP. Is, yeah. This is the last Cub game. I know. Well, but, this was her last, yeah, and this know, was my but, last with her. Yeah. And, and, you yeah. know, but it was it was funny. Not funny. Yeah, funny. Um, watching Stu scramble a little bit because... I was scrambling. She, mm-hmm. you, you said, well, we got to meet, you know, we want to meet some players and stuff like that. And this yeah. is, you know, right in the middle of COVID. Sure. Where right. exactly. the players would not, like, I know. engage like they normally would have. Yeah. I mean, that would have been totally realistic to right. do something, you know, a little and you bit said different. But in the beginning that you were going to try to make that happen. Yeah. But yeah. then you talked to the Cubs organization. You're like, they Yeah, well, yeah, they Fra- won't do Frank it. was going to help us out, at least getting you guys on the field. And yeah. Right. Once we lo- we want to realize we're not letting anybody on the field. Um, yeah. And then you know, true story from that day, I'll never forget it. And for some reason, usually I'd be freaking out. Okay. Our uh, our great driver Casey. Oh, Casey's um, awesome. Casey's the best. Casey is getting ready to pick these guys up game day. All right. And I'm getting ready to beat them down there. And it's one o'clock, and I go upstairs to take a shower to get cleaned up to start head to Wrigley Field. And we have no tickets. We have these guys. Cut that, but, but everything else was lined up. It was just no tickets. Except for the tickets. But it was so. Who needs a damn ticket? It was so important to me that we got seats behind the Cubs dugout. Right. Yeah. Because her vision wasn't doing that. It wasn't well either. So And she couldn't walk. She couldn't walk very far. And I knew that I didn't want to push it. Yeah. We still had to do some stairs when we got there. Right. And she handled them like a boss. She was awesome. I know. And she, she, we actually got her over here, and she walked up and down the stairs, and we had a nice little yep. luncheon here at Club 100 after. Yep. But, oh, yeah, one o'clock, I'm in the shower thinking, oh, my God. I don't have any tickets. Oh, no. And I was afraid if you didn't get good ones, Nicole's going to punch you. I, know. <laughs> I was nervous about so that. So I get, I get out of the shower completely naked. Obviously, that's how most people get out of the shower, right, William? I don't know. Sometimes you don't, but anyway. <laughs> and, I look, and, I, and I'm like waiting for all these messages, and I, and I see Nicole hit me up. She goes, how about these tickets? And I look at them, and I'm like, those weren't there five minutes ago. <laughs> I ran downstairs naked into my office and bought these tickets as fast as I could possible because at that point, money was not an option, but those were the exact tickets that we wanted. It was like somebody upstairs knew that we were looking for those tickets and happened. To, and I was like, what are you? Because I seriously, the last thing I did before I went upstairs was peruse a few sites, StubHub being one of them, which is where we got these tickets at. And, but for some reason, when I was up there, I was never nervous. I figured, like, you know what? God's on our side. Somehow right. this is going to work out. Yeah. And, and it did. Yeah. Um, but it, it ended up being an awesome experience and an awesome day for incredible. you guys. And Wilson Contreras came through big oh, time. He was amazing. Yeah. He was amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, and who put the video together? That was my your son. son. Yeah. yeah that was did. amazing for people who weren't there yes, and, and they could knew see. it was going on and could see everything that was happening. And I tried to include as many people yeah. as I could that played a part, even Joe. Right. I mean, he stepped in and he, I was texting him during the game and he's like, hey, I'm still Shout texting. out hashtag obvious shirts. Obviously. Well, Joe definitely played a part in that. And I, and oh, I told him he, he did. I think he was the one that got that ball signed. And like and a, lot, yeah. a lot of the guys in that um, locker room kind of knew what was going on yeah. Yeah. because Joe's re- tight relationships with yeah. these players. Like I'll talk to the players here and there, but I, you know, I, I know Joe, you know, like he's got a lot of those guys on speed dial, you know? Yeah. Right? And he was even checking in with me during the game. Like, Hey, have you heard from Wilson or, you know, anything? And I'm like, not, nah. he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, please don't apologize. Everything you've done so far has been amazing, but literally watching her during the game. And I was fortunate enough to go because my plan from the beginning was to get, 
Heather, her sister Heidi, and her dad to go, those three. That's why I said three tickets. If you can, and if for some reason there's a group of four, I'd love to go. But I really wanted Heather to have this experience with her family. Like that was that was key. I would love to go, but that wasn't my expectation. Right. But the fact that you pulled through with four, that meant I could go. And so it was to sit there and watch her stew. Like her smile was just glowing. That's just one of the things that's Heather that we love, love, loved about her. It's just she smiled with her entire being. And so to watch her sitting there in the, during the game, she didn't, she didn't stop smiling. It was beautiful. And that's exactly. Return of Schwarber that day. Oh, Schwarber came. I mean, and nationals were her second favorite team. And so that was perfect. Mm. We play the nationals. That's right. It was Schwarber's first time back at Wrigley. John Vincent. Yep. He's met Carol Haddon. And Lester was back too. Yeah, Lester was back. I think he was pitching that night. He he? was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was pitching. What a cool game to go back to. It was insane. And, um, And it was beautiful. So, so fast forward though, I was like, oh my goodness. To get to know you and then get to know William, you're okay. But to get to know. Ah, I love it. She's, now she's getting wow. Like she's been on the podcast now before. She's, now, now she's already going for a race. I'm just kidding. No, but the people that I've met because of Club 400, the community is amazing. It, the well, people, I was going to say during that game, I'm sure I've never told you this, but during the game that you guys were at, I can speak for myself, but I know there's a few other people too because we were all on a text thing. Yeah. We're all like waiting with bated breath, like for Stu to give us an update. Did they get there? No Did they way. make it? Are you Did they get in? I got I got the TV, the camera on because I knew that it was good seats. So I'm watching no way. at work, like dying, oh wondering like that, making sure like the whole thing was like pulled off and stuff. And then <sighs> once we saw some pictures and everything, and I was like, it was, okay, it's all good. Oh my gosh, it was it was literally, and I and I told Heather this, and this is after the game. And I went to visit her and she was in, you know, in the bed. And I said, you know what, Heather? I said, I really think, because I I called it, I mean, I called it a literally a modern day miracle, the way that all of these pieces came together. And I said, I really feel like this is God loving you through this experience because I could have never done this on my own, Stu. Those tickets popped up from somewhere. I don't know where. All of these details that came together so beautifully and so smooth. You just can't deny that. You just can't. Special thanks to Frank Walker oh, Jr. that day. The big shout out sure. to Frank. Uh, yeah, he made it. He made it work too. And yeah. um, he's going to be working with us going forward. Uh, yeah. Make sure you check out his podcast, Mistaken Identity. And I heard he had uh, obvious shirts. On. I heard you weren't happy about that. Like we don't have the Club 400 podcast shirt with William, but that's what we brought Nicole in to do. Exactly. Right. Right? Sign me up. Going to hook us up. So yeah, yeah I had talked like I you know met Nicole throughout this whole process, and she, you know there's a couple times when she asked, oh you know what can I do to help you. And then the more and more I got to talk to her uh, with her situation, she has uh, five children. And, uh, I'm that crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah she has five I kids. Who she homeschooled most all of them, William. Oh, my it goodness. Is. No, I homeschooled all of them. Yeah, she homeschooled the, all of them. Yeah. yeah, it's nuts. How, what are the, what's the age range? Uh, 15 to 6. Okay. I had three boys oh. and then, well, it's funny because we had, okay, so we had uh, 15 to 6. So we had three boys and two girls, but we had four and then a bonus. That bonus was not planned. Mm. Okay, gotcha. Not at all. So... Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's been a little bit of a ride with her. Hmm. I'll tell you what, that's a, that's a lot of uh, uh, shoes and shirts and hats. Oh, goodness and gracious. At least, baseball you're out of the, tickets. Yes. at least you're out of the diaper phase. Hey, did, <laughs> hey, did you check yes. out? Hey, yeah. did you check? Oh, I don't think she brought it today, but did you check out Heather's ride, by the way? Her, her new ride? You check out her new ride, William? Tell everybody about your new ride, 
Nicole. Oh, you said, oh, Heather. You said I, Heather. I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking about her. Threw me yeah, off. Yeah. I know. I was All like, right. No, yeah. the new ride, and Nicole. Okay. Did I say Nicole? Uh, no, I you said, said Heather. You said Heather. I said right there, but but tell us about the new ride, <laughs> yeah, Nicole. No, no, I mean, this got... is a beautiful ride. Uh, I want to borrow the thing. I get her first name and last name right now. You're killing it. Dude, by the way, <laughs> and and we're drinking. really tight. We're really tight. By the way, we have a huge announcement for our first event, and yes, we're going to make you wait for it a little bit longer. Yeah, there's a lot of things going on right here. Like, William just come over, set his podcasting down. We went from a meeting to talking to some players to jumping on this podcast to going on Danny's thing tonight. So, yeah, there's a lot of moving parts. But I don't know where I was going with this. But when I met Nicole, um, I saw the same kind of passion that, you know, I have. Like, I, it's her passion radiated, radiated, radiated right out of her body. Like, I was like, my gosh, this girl. And I was, like, wanting to find out what she was interested in. She was interested in charity work and i was like you know what maybe um sure. heather brought me nicole as a present because honestly guys i cannot handle the requests anymore and like from this point on and we're gonna issue a press release this week and we're gonna put all her information out there she's got her own phone and uh if you need anything i would love for you guys to go through nicole and not through me uh, for a while. I mean, I want her to be your go-to person. And um, that way, like, I, because I, there's some requests that I get that I drop the ball on because I'm so busy with other stuff. And I don't want to be that sure. guy. I, I want I want all this, all these requests to go to a central location and make sure we don't have anything slip through the cracks. Right, right. Um, so I have a question about that. Sure. Does that mean then you won't be calling me anymore? No, I'll still be calling be, you every day. Because that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, he wants me to call you. Okay. I'll, yeah, but we're going to put uh, the Club 400 hotline, which is actually Nicole's Ooh. phone number. And um, <laughs> Hotline. If you guys need anything or requ- even ticket requests or anything like that, um, I'm stepping away a little bit. I'm going to let Nicole run the show. And, you know, there's a lot of things. Like we talked about on prior shows, William, uh, Club 400. Vodka, we want to get that. We want to get some yep. new apparel out there. Um, Beer there's, shirts. There's a lot of things we want to do that, you know, because we've, I've basically, it's been me and Carol and my mom and my family. Um, yeah, I just need to, I need to get to the STB taken care of first and get that running by itself before, I, you know, and that's my goal right now. Because they, one time someone asked me, and I think I said this before, does your business run you or do you run your business? And the business definitely runs me. And that's why, like, yeah, I'm on the gun 24-7 in, in, in my personal life and the business. Uh, it's a deadline-orientated game. Like, we have to deliver on time every single day. So I'm always, always under pressure in certain ways. And now I can't tell you, like, how happy I am not just to have Nicole, but I actually have someone I 100% trust in and I know is going to take us further places. And, you know, because Club 400 has grown so much, you know, in the last six, seven years, um, there's some things that we've ignored. Like, we need to get more sponsorships. We need to get more donations. Like, obviously, the goal of the club is to raise $1 million. And, like, for instance, this party that we're going to be talking about in a little bit, you know, I know if we had more people behind us, we could get more things donated and we can donate more money to charity. My goal for the next party um, is that 100% of your money goes to the family that we're going to help, which we'll talk about in a little bit. And we get sponsors and we get random donations and we, and we have fundraisers for Club 400 because honestly, 
uh, when we took Heather to the game, like, that came out of my pocket, you know. And I was like, I'll pay myself later at some other time. But, you know, we had, like, we give away everything. Like, when we have an event, like, when we have our next event, we don't keep any money in the till. We should. Yeah, we should. We should. But the bottom line is this. if I feel like if you come to a Club 400 party for a cause, we're going to give that money to that cause. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because let's face it, like, n- not all these people that come to the parties are coming here because it's Club 400. Some people are coming because of the, the cause. cause yeah. Like, I remember when David came out uh, for Ryan Sandberg, like, they had buses come up here. With people, and I don't know if they are Cub fans, but I felt that's important. All the money goes to the right place, mm-hmm. and then, but like that's what we want to do. We want to we want to grow a little bit, um, and we just want to get better. And you know, we, we want to reach our million dollar goal. And Nicole is uh, definitely like I, I am so excited to have her with us, um, and it's going to ease um, you know a lot of you know stress for myself, and she's going to make Club 400 better, and that's why I brought her in. Like. Um, there's no doubt. I believe in her, and it's going to take some time. But um, eventually, you're going to see things. Uh, you're going to be like, wow, look at what Club 400 is doing. And it's not going to be because of me. It's going to be because of Nicole. Well, it's your vision, and it's your baby, and I'm just following suit. But I think the difference, Stu, with me working versus you know someone that you just kind of hire is that I was able to experience and witness the amount of generosity and, and see your heart in this. You just, you have a really big heart. Like you're so generous and you, you just want to keep giving and it's, it's great to see it in theory, but then to see it in practice, to see it right for myself. That's when I was like, I have to be a part of this, whether it was volunteer or you hired me, it didn't matter. I'm like, I'm in it to win it now. I'm, I'm in this for life. I'm, I'm going to be with club 400 in whatever capacity I can after seeing what you did and how you did it. It's, it's almost like you pulled out all the stops as if Heather was your friend not mine. Right. And I was like, I'm here. I'm well, I mean, honored to do it, obviously. And uh, that's what we're all about. Cup fans, helping cup fans. It was something like, I mean, I saw your passion through your post and I still see your passion today. You know, uh, the memorial of Heather was this past Saturday. And uh, I mean, I saw, I, unfortunately I wasn't there cause we had Mark Amor's uh, event in McHenry. And I really wanted to see his mom and dad. Haven't seen them. I mean, I waved to him, you know, at the drive by, funeral whatever you want to call it so it was nice to get to see them but um it's what we're all about man it's cub fans helping cub fans and uh we want to do more of that you know like I, I said this in previous podcasts but like you know we've given away big checks right but one of the things that i'll always be happy about is what we we're able to do for uh heather you know and it's her incredible. sister and her friends and it was awesome and then we want to do more of that and we want to be able to react and i you know what i i say this all the time Cubs, I'm right here. Come and talk to me. Like, why do I have to go buy tickets on StubHub right. that are yep. like $100 over face right. value? Why, why aren't we working together? Why haven't the Cubs admonished Club 400 yet? I don't know why. At the end of the day, I don't really care because I'm not doing it for that. Right. But it would be nice to have some people within the organization who I could call and where we don't have to pay StubHub prices for tickets behind uh, the Cubs dugout, you know. Amen, brother. Amen. Hey, Cubs, me and William are out here. We're available. I'll get 815. I won't give my number out. uh, (laughs) We're out here. You guys will find us. But anyways, um, damn glad to have you. And perfect timing because we have some big news, William. Yeah, and it's going to be a minute before we can break the big news. 
Baseball's America's pastime. Baseball. 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 You're listening to Club 400 Podcast, a show about Cubs fans for Cubs fans. Be sure to follow us on social media. We're active on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All right. No secret, guys. And you guys came through big time. Let me tell you first who we're doing this for. It should be no surprise to any of you guys who follow Club 400. This one's all for Riker Cologne. Um, as you know, um, last year during COVID, we tried to keep busy as much as possible. And one of the things we did was we gave tours of Club 400 every hour on the hour. Talk, a t- about, talk about a fate thing. I don't right. know if you've heard this whole story, but the, yeah. the mm-hmm. tours thing. Yeah. He, Stuart just gave me yeah. the update. He mm-hmm. came up with that idea because he was climbing the walls because he couldn't have anyone over. He was bored. Bored. He was, he was going lockdown, schmockdown. Right, right. I need to have people here. I know what I could do. I could have like six at a time. It'll be all legal and stuff. Right. Yeah, and we had all uh, face masks. We wore face masks. Um, anyways, we did like, I, I remember one Saturday. You were here one day, and that's when they were here. Yeah. Um, I think we did like five or six tours that day. I was the bartender. You were the bartender. Hey, bartender. Oh, man of many talents over here. He, do, he does it all. He does it all, really. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah. Um, we had the Cologne family come in, and I was taken back right away because they said they drove four hours to get here. Now, for a tour that, you, what it was, what an hour, an hour, two, 45 minutes, minutes really. With they a, drove four hours with for a 45 ballpark minutes. lunch. <laughs> with a ballpark lunch, exactly. Wow. So, um, Eddie, ca- Eddie, came in, Eddie came in with his beautiful wife and two children, and I was like, You drive, you drove four hours to get here? And I'm like, Oh my God, I got to give these guys the best tour ever. So I was like busting out all the good stuff, Rizzo bats, gloves, helmets, all that stuff, Bryant stuff, and really tried to give them the best tour possible. But as I was giving the tour, I knew something was wrong with uh, the younger, the youngest boy named Riker. Um, and I didn't know what was wrong. And at the point in time, I didn't really care. I was just going to want to give him the best, you know, 45 minutes to an hour I possibly could. But I, I reminded myself that day, hey, you know, keep notes on that family. Let's see what's going on with those guys, you know. And um, the older boy's name is Aramis. Aramis, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> older boy's After name Aramis is Aramis. And he, he also hits bombs. Right. Like his dad posted a few videos of him hitting bombs. Like I have never hit a home run, William. I mean, that's why I went to fantasy camp. I tried to hit a home run. Chicks dig the not, long not ball. yet, Stuart. Not I know. Yet. I'm Chicks working. Yeah. On There's, long time. Ball. There's time. There's yeah. time. I do plan on going to the Holly Randy Holly's fantasy camp if they have it. I haven't heard anything, but. Yeah, I never hit a home run. I never hit the ball over the fence. And here you, here you got a Ramos just, like, hitting it out like nothing. You right. Know? <sighs> well, anyways, um, so, you know, I kept in track of the family. And, um, you know, I became friends with Eddie. He loves Club 400 Lager, by the way. And um, I was asking him what was, what was going on with Little Riker. And, you know, at the time, he didn't really know. They were still trying to figure out what was going on. So uh, Riker's six years old right now, and he was uh, you know, a normal boy growing up. But at four, they started noticing some things weren't right with him. And you know, the worst thing in the world is, is not knowing when there's something wrong with your child. And there was definitely something wrong with him. Yeah. So they, they went to many different doctors. And, Mayo um, Clinic. Yeah, Mayo yeah. Clinic. I mean, they've been everywhere. And basically they find, they find out that Riker... Um, Really, it's undiagnosed, but has a uh, rare form of muscular dystrophy where basically his muscles are just giving out on him. And um, Eddie lives in a, a small house in Muscatine, Iowa, that is the farthest thing away from handicap friendly. 
Uh, in fact, they were they did get a wheelchair um, that they can't even get in the house that they have to leave outside in the garage. They have a vehicle that won't get this uh, that they can't put the wheelchair in. It's a mess. It really is. Mm-hmm. And all this stuff came like just imagine you're you're let's say four years and everything seems fine. Then all of a sudden something's not right, you know, and and now you have to shift into a whole different kind of lifestyle and they're not prepared for it. And then, you know, Eddie lost his job and they're threatened to take this wheelchair away. And that's when like um, some people reached out to me and I, you know what? And I want to say thank you guys, all the club 400 people, you know, Eddie reached out to me uh, earlier this year before um, uh, we, we helped Heather out. Um, and he said he wanted to give Riker an awesome birthday. So uh, we had asked the Club 400 people, all you guys out there, to, like, send gifts and uh, messages to him. And we, they were overwhelmed with support. And I always said that was part one. Uh, I, I will always say this. I'm a man of my word. Um, and uh, I said we're going to do, do something. I, my goal at, at the beginning was to raise at least 10 grand because the, um, they, they wanted, a, like, a remote chair for the house that cost six grand. But... Has you could see from my story, they they need is like as much money as we're gonna raise them. They're yeah. gonna they're gonna need more, right? You know for sure. So, the big announcement. Are you guys ready for it? Now we have to get to work. Are you, you gonna had- let your new employee announce it, or are you gonna do it? No, I'll let. I'll, I'll, not, I'm gonna let Nicole announce. I've it. never hey. heard. I've never known you to sit on news like this as long as you have. So I, I have know. to commend you for your. And before before we tell you, the, like everyone already knows by this point, usually <laughs> the date has changed three times. So if you save Tonight. the last, if you save the last date, you're going to be a little bit mad at me. And I will tell you this, you know, with with what's been going on in this world and everything else, it's been difficult to uh, to put together an event. Especially, there was nothing that was ever going to happen with any players. But the guy that I wanted to come out here is coming out here, and I told him that. I told him. That he is the guy I wanted to bring out to open Club 400 out, back out of COVID. And I am really happy about it. Uh, I'll let, um, and by the way, not all details have been worked out. I mean, we just worked out the date like an hour ago. So, uh, <laughs> but um, we're having a party here at Club 400 out of COVID, William. What do you think? I mean, we're not out of COVID. Don't get mad at me for saying that. We're let's still not in go it. Back yeah. in. We're not, yeah, but let's try to stay as far as way as possible. Uh-huh. Um, all right, I'm going to pass the mic over to Nicole. She has her own, but I'll let her give the, 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 the at least the date and the guess. Oh, man. Okay, so we're doing it on... Friday, September 10th from 6 to 10 p.m. And we are having Ryan Dempster here at Club 400. Ryan's coming out with his old oh, teammate, yeah. Glendon Rush, one of his best buddies, and we're going to have an old-fashioned throwdown on a Saturday oh, here at Club oh, 400. Oh, You do and, not um, want to miss this one. No, I mean, we're, Dempster has never been to Club 400, and I've always wanted him to come out here. Um, I think he embellishes what uh, – uh, he's a Cub, man. You know, he's, I love Dempster because um, he reinvented himself as he went. He was a starter, and then he – uh, it was a closer. He, he did it all, and he had no fear, and he just put it out there every time he went and pitched, and that's what I like about Demp. Like, he refined himself in, in his career, and, and, he, and I mean, there's a lot of um, awesome stories we have about Demp, and, like, I, I told him tonight, I said, Demp, for the q and I'm going to give you the mic and let you and Glennon just go up there and mosh it up, man, and just have an awesome time. 
All right, pressure's off again. Yeah, I love so, it. yeah. So we're just gonna let, they're gonna go up there and tell stories. Of course, we're gonna do autographs, pictures, food, and drinks. But the goal of this party is to raise as much money as possible. So we need your guys' help out there. And if you know anybody that wants to pitch in, because my goal on this party is basically get the food donated. And you know what? We might dumb the food down a little bit because we For are sure. trying to raise money. Or we're going to yeah. do like pizza. We're going to do like a There's pizza gonna party. There's going to be somebody out there who's going to donate the food. Yeah, yeah we're going to get pizzas we'll donated. We're going to get the beer donated. And uh, we're, we're going to have live music out here. We're going to have David Booth out here perform magic. We're going to make it a Club 400 party like you've never seen. And if you know how I work, guys, I go big or I go home and I'm going big. So. Ironically, you're at home too, but yeah, it is. You are going big. <laughs> he can do both. Well, that's all right. I go big and then I go and up to bed. <laughs> First, he's a big at home. Event. Out of Club 400. I know. It's Landon Rush and my guy, Ryan Dempster. Ryan I want Dempster. to thank Ryan Dempster for, you know, coming out during these times. Yeah, he's and he, bu- he's yeah. busy. He's a busy guy. You see know, we had to wait all, to get his uh, mark, marquee schedule. And, right. uh, I mean, you know what? It, I told I told Ryan um, a couple times. I said, "Hey, you know, you've never been out here. We're halfway to one million bucks. I don't want you to come here at the one million dollar party. I want you to be a part of this." Right? And, you know, he's heard about it. I spent good time with Demp, uh, especially at Fancy Camp uh, last uh, two years ago. I, I got a good idea of his personality, and he's just like one of those guys that will light up a room. He's going to light up Club Four Hundred, and we're going to awesome. have an awesome time. And we're going to raise a shit ton of money for the clone family. I want. Every single one of your pennies from your ticket to go to that family. Yep. And that's my goal for this party. That's Nicole's goal. That's uh, William's goal. Absolutely. And we're going to have a blast. And it's not far away. It is not. It is right around it's the corner. It's literally around the corner. So there's like, you know, we have, I have to go to the city tomorrow to let them know that we're going to even have this party. And then we got to put, put on the agenda next week and then we have to be approved. So there's a lot of fast things that happen. I don't mind doing things quick. Um, I think, we'll, I mean, we have the foundation already built. You know, we get Dempster here. We have cold beer. We have pizza. We have a great freaking time, and we're gonna have a, you know we're gonna raise money for a good cause. And uh, honestly, um, you know, I never, th- I never, you know, for a long time, I was wondering like, how are we coming out of COVID, and what are we gonna do? Uh, initially, I, I I wanted to do an event uh, for mental health with Ian Happ, um, and we still will do an event for mental health awareness. I promise you. Uh, when things get a little bit back to more normal, they're not 100% normal yet, but maybe next year we'll do something like that when we can uh, – the protocols, Major League Baseball protocols are a little different. but uh, Yeah, maybe during the off season too it would be easier for, yeah. for him to, to go, kind of go all in on that. Exactly. Because sure. he's really all about that event. So And, I'm, yeah, good. I'm just – I'm really happy, guys. I mean – we were talking to him during spring training while he was playing center field. We were in the stands. No way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Ever. Oh, man. Um, so save the date. I mean, we change it on you three different times. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. That's, that's the so beauty of it get all. Get back in time. We are working on the time as we speak. Uh, we have some options. We could do it during the day. We can do it during the night. So we're going to figure that out. And, you know, we're going to bring all, you know, we got some plants, surprises. I got to confirm and stuff like that. So, uh. But yeah, Ryan Dempster, Glendon Rush, uh, for the Riker family, Eddie Cologne and his uh, his beautiful wife and kids, and um, yeah, it's gonna be fun. We're gonna have a good time. William, are you ready to come back? Um, and like, oh, I'm party ready. Again, and I'm ready, and I'm back. He I'd was, probably be in he the was same born chair. Ready, this yeah. one. I haven't. I feel like I haven't left this chair since I first got here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I would be remiss to you know don't want to like bring up 
negative things here, but you know, William, you were in Minnesota. You lost your nephew. Um, yeah, we all. Had, it I know. sounds like we all had a tough weekend. It was a rough weekend. I know, and you know what? Thank God we hit, we can much. we can be happy. Like and one of the things too, I thought was like we're all down, right? We haven't had a club for hundred party in a long time, and now not only do we have a party set up, we're doing something. That, let me tell you guys something. If you don't know the Cologne family, if you know Eddie, then uh, you, hopefully you will, and you'll understand why uh, we're doing what we're doing. I mean, this is a remarkable family. Eddie is just one of the nicest people you ever met in your life. He's he, one of those types of guys who doesn't like to ask for help. He didn't no, ask for help. No. I, I, he drove I, up for our, our, uh, our last live show at CLB. Yep, Chris Lake Brewery. Yep. Again, four hours. Just to go up there. Each way. Yep. And he went home, like, after the and he, and he show home, was over. And he went home with a case of Club Hunter Lager. I know. So, but I mean, still, maybe, yeah. I love the beer, too, but eight hours for... I know. I, I, mean, would, I would require at least two cases. <laughs> one for the trip and one for after. True. I don't drink and drive. Anyway. I'll tell you what, though. I want you to, you know, that night if you come to this party, I know we're going to have a good group from Muscatane come out here. Um but, yeah, get to know Eddie. Say hi to him. Nicest guy you ever want to meet. And I'm really, really happy to add him into the Club Hunter family because now they are family, just like Ryan Dempster and Glendon Rush will now be Club 400 family. And just, just to reemphasize that point, when you see his little face light up, it's unlike anything. I mean, I know you experienced, you know, with Heather. And, right, right. And – um one of the events that we had, uh, I think it was last Christmas, when Wayne Mesmer and his wife were here, um, as Stu mentioned earlier, we raised money to buy a wheelchair for this young girl who lives in the community here, and she had no idea. And she wow. was standing right over here, and they wheeled the chair out, you know, and she's seen it for the first time. And, I mean, there weren't a lot of drags oh, in the room at that time. Tears. You know, oh. it was, it's just, it's amazing. Oh. It's amazing the power of, People getting together and actually you were saying about Riker too with sending them gifts. Like I didn't have tons of money, but I bought like 10 things and wrapped them and shipped them all separate. So that's what we were trying to do is get oh. like a million gifts. I it didn't it. even really matter. You yeah. Know? And, yeah. And he got, it was like most of the stuff was all cub stuff. He did get oh. some other like toys that he liked and stuff too. But the pictures of him with all the, the packages and stuff, it was like, Okay, oh, yeah, I man. cried during that too. So you know, I'm just kind of a big baby. No, it's, it's a, lot a good of crying. thing. No, it's a no, good I thing, know. William. It's a good thing. You've got a soft heart. That's good. William's a softy. Yeah. Um, our plan is to sell tickets. I mean, man. I mean, I think I'm going to try to sell tickets this week. And I'll tell you what, guys. Once we start getting some money in, it's going straight to Eddie's family. I mean, I'm not holding back on this money. I'm going to force so we have to pay these bills by ourselves. So, uh, yeah, when you buy that ticket, man, that money's going to the, the Riker and, and, and Eddie and this whole entire family. So uh, we want you to come out. We want you to have a good time. We want to celebrate not the death of base, Cubs baseball. Uh, re, uh, the rebirth. The rebirth. Like, think is. about it. You're going to have all these new shirts with all these different guys' names on the back. I mean, I was thinking actually about spring training next year. We're going to need to get a program. I who know. are these guys? No, I, some of them up there. I'm like, who is that guy? Who are these guys? William, did you did you just order an Ortega jersey or no? I am wearing an Ortega jersey. I yeah. You did. yeah, definitely. Or three oh. home runs, three home runs, and yeah, that like guy's, six at bats. He's on so, fire. Yeah. Brad Brown style, right? No, I all my jerseys they have either Bryant 
or Baez or, or Rizzo. Rizzo. That's it. I, I don't. I don't even have an update. I know. Name. It's. Yeah. I mean, if you bought a Contreras jersey, you're lucky. You know. You know which one you need here. to get next. Ooh. It'll never go away. A Club Four Hundred. That's I'm what you it. need next. It's on my list, William. Okay. <laughs> that's what you need next because yep. that's not going to change. Nope. So if nope. you guys know anybody, if you listen to this and say, "Oh, this guy might want to do this," or "This guy might want to do that," call Nicole. Yes. All right. Yeah, and let and us know because we're, we're gonna we want hey this takes a village guys this isn't me William Nicole this is all of us together this is a party that we're gonna throw together we're gonna have a great time and the money's going right to the right place and uh, whatever you guys whatever connections you may have uh, and and okay. like if somebody's out there and they want to donate the food or part of the food um that would be great. You will make it up in spades in the PR we will give you. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> no, yeah. but I mean, like, honestly, like, we have a lot of great people that have helped us out. Uh, Randall Roadhouse, uh, various places, but yeah. Beaners. Beaners, yeah. Uh, Mike. Uh, he, yeah. Oh, yeah, Mike. I don't know if you know this. Yeah, Mike from Beaners donated all the food, which was a, and he did a remarkable job. It was amazing. And that was for the Ben Zobers party. And, which, uh, was that, that, was, for, that was for the uh, officer. Officer Keltner. Yeah, right? Officer wow. Keltner, yeah. And, um, yeah, we'll always be thankful for that. But we're looking for something like that. And we're looking to uh, keep it simple this time, guys. Uh, as long as the beer's cold and, uh, you know, and uh, we got great uh, guests. I always say the Club 400 party is only as good as a guest, and we got two good guests. And there's a reason why I'm bringing these two guys out. You get these two guys together, man. There's trouble. <laughs> Better watch out. These are buddies, man. These are drinking buddies. Trouble and lift. Yeah, so, uh <laughs> That's the big news, guys. So now to plan. Now we got to get to work. We probably need to, you know, get going here on the show. Cut it off early so we can spend some time planning. You know, we got the rest of the night. Get some stuff done, right? Absolutely. Hey, so if there's any restaurants or any contacts that you guys want to help, donations, anything, please give me a call. I'm going to put my number out sure, there. put it out there. All right, because we're updating this the is, website. This is the new Club 400 Hotline. <laughs> This is it. 847. Write this down. 847-902-0010. That is the number to call. So if you know of anyone, any connections, any people, restaurants, donations, doesn't matter. You give me a call and we will get it done. We would appreciate anything that you guys can do. Anything. If you have like gift cards you want to donate, uh, anything. We'll take anything. You have something that you yeah. don't use and you want to donate it. We'll, we'll take it because we're, we're trying to go grassroots on this one. Right. And you know, that's the thing. Like if we rose 50 grand. That's not going to be enough. If we were 75. It's not like, we, you know, we're going to do the best we can and, uh, and we're going to help out as much as we possibly can and throw a great party and make sure that, you know, Riker doesn't go without and the family doesn't go without and be a support system too. And not just right. uh, that one day, but support them. And, you know, and you know, Together, we can accomplish whatever we want to accomplish. And at and the end won't. of the day, you want to know that you made a difference, right. that you put forth. And, it, you know, whether it's a phone call, a connection, you know, something sitting in your garage that you can donate that's really great, you can lay your head down at night knowing that you made a difference in this little boy's life. Right. Maybe you got some Anthony Rizzo rookie cards and you're so ticked off, you're like, you don't want those Just anymore. Get it out. <laughs> Send them this way. Get it out. We'll take them. I saw, like, I saw on social media uh, the other day, like, I, it was a naughty, naughty, no, no. Enough people pointed out that it was a naughty, no, no. Uh, but they, a family went to the ballpark, and they put 
tape over the last, like, Bryant. They put names over Bryant. Like, what are you hating on Bryant and Bias for? They didn't do anything wrong. They only played their ass off for you guys. There's no taping over names or numbers to no, your guys. No. no. That's just dead wrong. Like, these guys probably would love to be Cubs for life. It's right. Just, it's a business, guys. This isn't like an business. Aaron Rodgers thing. This is like, right at the know. end of the day, it, it, it's a business, right. and business. you have to look at it that way. And it just it kills me as a fan oh, to see these guys go. But I think you're right. It just comes down to a business. Yeah, it's heartbreaking, and it is. we will get over it. We will move forward, and you know maybe Rizzo will come back as a Cub. To, uh, I mean, that would be perfect, right? To he, uh, he retires a Cub, mm-hmm. I even if it's back. not next year. But at least you know he deserves to be in Chicago. He deserves. People to, forget yeah. what the Cubs gave up to get Chapman, who they needed, by the way, to win the World Series. There's mm-hmm. no way they win that World Series without Chapman. Maybe not the last game. But. What'd you think of the Cubs uh, making a deal with the White Sox? I mean, multiple deals with the you White Sox. I don't know if you know this. You know that. Second baseman they got, Madrigal. Yeah, I don't know much about him. He is the number one leading contact hitter in baseball. Whoa. Meaning he he doesn't he's not gonna hit long balls for you. He's a great fielder and he makes contact all day long. Guess what? The Cubs have been suffering from strikeout itis for the last several years. That's what you need. This guy's going to hit the ball every single time he's up there. That's you know? one thing the Cubs lacked was a contact hitters. You know? yeah. Well, we had him with Nick Castellanos. I know. Right. We need to go after he, him. He, Mr. Doubles needs yeah. to come back. No kidding. He was awesome. He was awesome. Yeah, that was tragic. So, I a mean, tragic just oversight. hang in there, guys. Stay yeah. positive. We'll Bring be him good. back. Yeah, well, Cubs will be and back. stop hating on the Rickets. Stop hating on the Rickets. I don't Rickets. like that. I, I just think it's like, uh, you know, what have you done for me lately? I, I'm not a big fan of what have you done for me lately. Like, I look at the big picture. Uh, I mean, they've done everything they've said they were going to do. They're also probably the most giving team in Chicago. I mean, go try to get the Bears to donate something. You know, that, trust me, I've tried. They right. won't do it. Uh, right. And, uh, I mean, I know the Lost Boys, um, you know, Danny Rockets' friends. Um, Cubs are really good to the Lost Boys, you know. And, I mean, the Cubs, the Cubs give back to the community. You can't argue that fact. And I know you guys are mad, and I don't blame you. Um, you know, we went through one rebuild. I don't think this is going to be the same rebuild. So just hang in there, and let's see what the offseason brings. Let's see what they do in the offseason. And for right now, just go to Wrigley Field, drink your $15 beers, and watch some rookies play. I mean, I guess that's all I got for you, right, William? I mean, I mean you're still in Wrigley Field. It is Wrigley. I right? mean, it, that's an experience in and of itself. Yeah, I would pay $15 yes, for beers Wrigley just to is, go to Wrigley yeah. Field. It's incredible. I mean, if the Cubs are smart, I mean, they would do something. They would lower some ticket prices maybe, but I for mean, sure. I don't think. I mean, let's do. remember, prior to 2016, you know, I'm like 50, so there were a lot of years of, it wasn't $15 beers, but it was sh- Crappy baseball. Who cares? It's Cubs. Yeah. It's Wrigley right. Field. Right. So, yeah, right now uh, it's pretty bare. Uh, they got Contreras there, and uh, eh, it is what it is. Um, but They got wisdom, though. Hey, you got Patrick Wisdom. How many home runs he's got, William? 20? No, I don't think he's got 20. It's wisdom, though. 15, 16. Hey, Lauren loves wisdom. So uh, we got to get him out here one of these days. Yeah. So, all right, I think that's about it. Where are we at on time, William? Oh, we're pushing an hour, buddy. Oh, shit. Yeah, oh, man. Anything Time else? Flies when Does you're anybody else have anything else to say here? No, no. Welcome no. to the team. Yeah, hey, welcome thanks. to the team. And you know what? No, no one's glad, more glad to have you than I am. Trust me. He's so and, glad uh, he'll he'll he will memorize your name. It might be a couple. Let's years. Let's do a pop yeah. quiz. Yeah. Can you do it? Can you do it? Now? What's my first name? Nicole. There it is. Okay. All right. Ding, one ding, for ding. one. All right. All right. Let's see if you Last bonus. You. No. <laughs> I quit. I quit. Key. I quit again. Wait. Let's. let's what the heck, William? 
I'm the worst at last names and stuff. Okay, okay, okay. Ju- Heads up though, in in Stewart's defense, yeah. it is a funky it's last name. G E U, right? It's G E U. It's three letters, and they make no sense. I know. They make no sense. Like <laughs> grammatically, phonetically, it does not make any sense. I'm gonna get ripped on so bad. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, your new employee. You can't even pronounce your last name. Wow. Terrible, terrible part of the show now. At the end of the day, I am just a guy. I'm just a guy. All right, do you want me to write it out for you? Yeah, write it out for me. All All right, right, let's see if you can do it. All right. right. Goy. Goy. Okay, boy, Goy. I have three boys. Nicole Goy. Yes, three. I will never fuck it up again. Yeah, let's see. I'm betting that you do. (laughs) (laughs) I will not, because now I got it. Boy, Goy. I won't it. forget that next shit. Next podcast, okay. you need to ask him. Yeah. yeah. Next podcast. First, uh-huh. first trivia question. There you go. All right, Club 400. You heard it here first. We'll give you times. We'll give you all the details. And, you know, we're going to put the ticket link up real quick. Uh, we got to get permission from the city and all that good stuff. But look, buy your tickets ASAP. We want to see you out here September 4th. We want to hang out with Dempster. We want to hang out with Glenn and Rush. You want to watch William get drunk? You want to hang out with Nicole? Goy? There it is. And show up here, well. He's like, Nicole, boy, Goy. (laughs) You can see the wheel spinning in his mind. (laughs) All right. Thank you guys for joining the Club 100 podcast. We're going on Danny's live show tonight. And and I'm going to try to be positive. And don't forget to drink. Club 400 Ballpark Lager is a beer for all nine innings. Take me out to the ball game. This crisp, easy-drinking lager is perfect for a summer day amongst the bricks and ivy. Crafted at Crystal Lake Brewing, this beer is clean and refreshing with minimal bitterness so that you can celebrate a W in style. From Club 400, Cubs fans helping Cub fans, this baseball brew can be found at most places that sell beer in Northwest Illinois or from Crystal Lake Brewing. Beer master Ryan Clooney. Enjoy a beer or six-pack today, and please remember to drink responsibly. I've seen a Joshua tree, got down on my knees, through the virgin mother of prayer. A wild glass barefooted, stroll across the devil's high cold. I've tried everything, I swear. But hey, 